0: We're so grateful, Lord, for life in Christ Jesus, for forgiveness, for cleansing, for restoration, for healing. Thank you, Lord, that you are gloriously at work in this, your great people. Mm, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for soul transformation. Thank you that your will is being established. Your divine intentions are going forth, Father. And may every word of ours, your people, Be carriers of faith in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. So I've titled today's discussion, Declaring Your Way Through the Bible. We've been, you know, the most important thing you're ever going to do in your entire life is accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. The second most important thing is this business of renewing our mind in Christ Jesus. So we've been working at this. I've been kind of, Well, we all have, right? We're all working on this business. And then we uh, went from this discussion, which in reality, it goes on the rest of our life, this sanctification process. But then we talked about the power of our words. And then we got started with this business of declarations. So what's a declaration? Google defines it as an explicit statement, an announcement, We're announcing to our soul, to our mind, to our will, to our emotions. We're announcing to the entire demonic realm. So they see it, they hear it, they know it. That we know it. (laughs) And the angels of God. Um, The Bible talks about death and life being in the power of the tongue. Proverbs chapter 18. That's what verse 21 says. Verse 20 says, a man's belly shall be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth. With the increase of his lips, he shall be filled. The complete Jewish Bible says a person's belly will be filled with the fruit of his mouth. Wow. Good news translation puts it a little more bluntly. You will have to live with the consequences of everything you say. Kind of powerful. I mean, we are created in the image of God. We're image bearers of the holy God. And as as image bearers, we get this same privilege of creating and framing our world with our words. Or as James James puts it, with this little rudder of our mouth, we direct the entire ship of our life. And James 3 hints that in the midst of the fiercest of winds, it doesn't matter what you're going through. It doesn't matter what's pushing and shoving and and all that's coming against you. You still have the power with your mouth to direct your life. So it's kind of cool, kind of interesting to realize that both the devil and God need our words for their intentions to happen in our in our world, in our life. We have the power at any point to agree with God and to bring his intentions into our life or we can agree with the enemy. And sometimes we do that unwittingly. Is it making noise? Annoying noise? (laughs) You know, words like, I'll always be sick. Hopefully that never comes out of your mouth. Or there's just not going to be enough. Or our nation is going down the tubes. You're not saying that, right? (laughs) Or it's hopeless. I mean, these kind of things. The enemy has no problem with repeating himself. Have you noticed? (laughs) Again and again and again and again. So we, that's what declarations are about. We are going to repeat the promises of God and repeat the promises of God and have them come out of our mouth again and again. We have the privilege of speaking life, of releasing peace, of releasing health, and releasing strength. And I think we need to get proactive about it. Downright proactive in this matter of speaking God's will. Ephesians 3.20, I was hearing, uh, I guess, Joel Osteen this week. What does it say? It's one of our favorite verses, right? Now unto him who is able to do exceeding, abundantly above all that we dare to ask or think, According to the power that's in us. We've got all the power. We've been given all these weapons. Are we activating? Are we using it? We're the people called by his name, friends. We are his beloved. We have been given all authority in heaven and earth. We have the sword of the spirit. This is our offensive weapon. We know how to wield it. Hopefully we're doing it, right? One of the most powerful weapons we've ever been given is this whole matter of declaring the word of God. Any time something happens in the earth, friends, it's because something was spoken. And we want to be the people releasing God's intention, releasing his life and his light and his glory to the earth. And we want to declare it again and again. I hear people say, well, I already said it once this week. Ah, How about four or five times a day, (laughs) right? Especially when fear is coming at you and anxiety. Now immediately you want the word to come out of your mouth. We want it established in our hearts. We want it established in our lives. We want it established in our children's lives, wherever we work and wherever we live. If for no other reason than for your own life, speak God's word over yourself. I was thinking this week, you know, I remember being a little jealous when my one friend went to this conference and she sat right next to a prophet and he gave her these wonderful words. I remember thinking, oh, I wish. Then the Lord reminded me, come on, Debbie, you can speak any one of these promises over yourself any time of the day or night. And isn't God's word just as powerful it doesn't matter who it's coming from, as long as faith is attached. But it doesn't take a lot of faith, right? Just the faith of a mustard seed. Yes, so our words are the carriers of our faith, and it's the way of the righteous, right? According to Romans 10, we believe in our heart and we confess it with our mouth. Or as Second Corinthians 4.13 puts it, New King James says it like this, Since we have the same spirit of faith. We're talking about the same spirit of faith that Daniel exercised, that David exercised against Goliath, the same spirit of faith of Abraham, of Moses, Peter, Paul, you name them, Esther, Ruth, the same spirit of faith according to what is written, I believed, therefore I spoke. And so we also believe, and therefore we speak. So declaring God's word builds our faith like nothing else. Personally, I've ever experienced. It aligns our hearts and our minds with his, his perfect will. We put the living, breathing word into our atmosphere. We're releasing victory. We're releasing power into our own lives. But also, you can do it into your own children's lives, over your nation. Hey, we got to get busy declaring the word of God over our nation, over our workplaces. Speaking the rhema, because that's what it is, friends. This is logos written. As soon as it is spoken, it's rhema. That spoken word of God releases healing and peace and health. It releases life and light. It combats discouragement and fear. It establishes a consciousness of righteousness and of power. So today I'd like to take a few minutes to show you Well, first of all, um, on the back table there, I did put together a list of my favorite declarations. I've been promising that for months. (laughs) So I finally got that done. And I encourage you, don't read them. I mean, make sure you read them out loud. They have to be spoken out loud. And don't just say, don't look at it first and say, well, I don't know if that's true for me. No, start speaking and it will become true, friends. And some of them, you might think, man, that woman is bold. Does she really believe that? Well, I guarantee when I first got started, I didn't really, wasn't convinced. But isn't that how Abraham did it? He became fully convinced. He got to that place of being fully persuaded because he kept speaking the promise. Hallelujah. Now, years ago, some of you who are older like me... (laughs) Maybe you remember when these declarations used to be called confessions. Anybody remember that day? All right. And there was a wonderful, there's two scriptures that were really encouraging about making your confessions of faith. One is Hebrews chapter 3, verse 1, where Jesus is actually described as, well, first of all, wherefore, holy brethren, that's you folks, the saints that are holy. Partakers of the heavenly calling, consider the apostle and high priest of our profession or of our confession. Now, obviously, we don't need a priest anymore to go confess our sins to. We've got Jesus, the mediator who took it all on himself. But he's also our he's our high priest that will listen to, hears our declarations of faith. And Hebrews chapter ten, I believe it's verse twenty three where it says, let's hold fast. Let's keep going. Let's keep making our declarations. Let's keep professing, confessing our faith without wavering. Why? Why do we make declarations? I'll tell you why. Because He is faithful that promised. Praise God. And of course, Hebrews 12, 1 reminds us, we got all of heaven cheering us on. You know, if you just got to kind of imagine, what if Abraham sent you a text today? Hey, keep going. You're doing great. Ooh, keep believing God. They are all cheering us on. We just don't all hear them. <laughs> now, um, one of the things that I, another fun thing I learned from Steve Bocklin is what he calls, what I call today, declaring your way through the Bible. <clears throat> so if any of you are In any way, a tiny bit bored with your Bible reading, this will take your Bible reading to the next level. And we're going to use two passages of Scripture today. One will be Philippians chapter (coughs) 4. And I'm actually going to use the Passion Translation. Sorry, let me get a drink. (coughs) Somebody um, (coughs) texted me. A few weeks ago and asked me, when you make declarations, do you have to use the King James? No, you do not. And so that's why purposely today I'm using the Passion Translation just to know how much liberty you got in the Holy Ghost. All right, so uh, here's verse 1. My dear and precious friends whom I deeply love, you have truly become my glorious joy and crown of reward. Now arise in the fullness of your union with our Lord. Now typically you'd walk over a verse like this, right? Just keep reading. But if you're going to practice this making declarations, this is one of the things that I wrote down. I declare and decree, and then I spoke it. That I am rising in the fullness of my union with Christ. Try that. Can you say that with me? Just put it in the present tense. I'm rising, verse 1, in the fullness of my union with Christ. I'm rising. My inner man is getting stronger. I'm rising in the fullness of my union with Christ. King James says I'm standing fast. Stand fast in the Lord. So, again, we just make it into a present tense. I am standing fast in the liberty I have in Christ. I'm standing fast. I'm locked into the goodness of the Lord. I'm attaching myself to the faithfulness of God. My inner man is standing up, becoming all that he meant for me to be in Christ. By the way, as I'm going here today, if any of you have a big like, oh yeah, I got an insight here. I got a word. Be sure to share it, okay? So verse 2, I plead with Eodia and Cintiq to settle their disagreement and be restored with one mind in our Lord. I would like my dear friend and burden bearer to help resolve this issue. For both women have diligently labored with me for the prize and helped in spreading the revelation Of the gospel along with Clement and the rest of my co-workers. All their names are written in the book of life. We can start at the end, right? My name is written in the book of life. Glory to God. Glory to God. So again, this is what I wrote. I wrote, I I used something here from this last, um, from verse 3. I wrote, I declare and decree that I am a friend and a burden bearer for my sisters in Christ. Say that with me. Well, I mean, just put it in your own words. But anyway, doesn't that kind of shift something in the atmosphere? Do Do you see it? Do you feel it? I declare and decree that I am a friend. And I'm a burden bearer for my sisters in Christ. And then I went on. I declare and decree that I diligently labor for the prize of that high calling Christ Jesus. And then I went on. I'm spreading the good news. You can say that one with me. I'm spreading the good news. Hallelujah. What do you think? Is it fun? Number four. Be cheerful. Do we have that one up here? Verse four. Be cheerful with joyous celebration in every season of your life. Let your joy overflow. Now, King James, of course, says what? Rejoice in the Lord. And again, I say it, rejoice. This guy's writing from prison. You remember that, right? From a stinky, smelly dungeon. I mean, this is secret number one. He, he lists about four or five secrets in this whole chapter about how to live the successful, victorious life. And here's one. Learn how to rejoice. Be glad. Be joyful. So again, we can just declare it. I'm rejoicing in you, Lord. My life is overflowing with joy. Hey, say that with me. My life is overflowing with joy. Yeah, that's one you could say 25 times a day, right? (laughs) Hallelujah. Listen, we have to intentionally stir up joy. And then I went on, I wrote, I declare and decree that I have a reputation for gentleness. Did I read verse 5? Maybe I didn't. Here's verse 5 Let gentleness be seen in every relationship. And the Lord might start talking to you when you do stuff like this. Put people's name in there. Okay, Lord, I declare and decree that I am gentle with Gabriella. I'm gentle with Steve. I mean, you can put people's names in this. Hallelujah. So here's another good reason you see for making declarations because. Isn't that what Jesus is up to, is making us like himself? He wants the likeness of Christ to be seen. We can turn any scripture into a prayer. We can turn any scripture into a declaration. They become weapons where we war against the intentions of hell. So um, are you ready for number six? Don't be pulled in different directions. Don't be worried about a thing. Oh, now there's a good one, right? I'm not worried about a thing. Say it with me. I'm not worried about a thing. Praise be to God. Be saturated in prayer. Throughout each day, offering your faith-filled requests before God with overflowing gratitude. Here's secret number two, friends, for a victorious life. That's how we overcome worry. That's how we overcome anxiety with thanksgiving. Anytime a worry just pops into your head, open your mouth and say, "Thank you." And it doesn't matter what you say after, but you can think of something. Thank you that you're merciful. Thank you that you're good. Thank you that you're faithful, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Tell him every detail of your life. And then, God's wonderful peace that transcends human understanding will guard your heart and mind through Christ Jesus. So, as you can see, there's literally hundreds of declarations you can make. You can get out ten different translations and come up with a few more. Right? Hallelujah. Praise God. So, I guess I have my little paragraph here. I declare and decree that I'm not worried about anything. I have no anxiety Try that with me. I have no anxiety. I declare and decree it in Jesus' name. Praise God. My life is saturated with prayer. Praise God. My life overflows with gratitude. Mm. Praise be to God. Praise be to God. Verse 8 says, keep your hearts continually fixed. On all that is authentic and real. Now, friends, this is secret number three for a victorious life. Intentional thinking. Intentional thinking. This is what we're thinking about. We're thinking about what is authentic and real. Is it even true? Honorable. If someone heard this thought that I'm thinking, if it was on the screen of heaven, would it honor my king? Would I be honoring... You know, I had a little experience this last week where something happened. I guess I better not give too many details. But I remember thinking, I think she's really upset with so-and-so about what she did. And yet, when we got in the big picture and she was talking about it to a lot of people, she gave honor to this other person. And I thought, wow, Lord, that's what pleases God. We are supposed to be honoring one another. Sorry, that wasn't in my notes. (laughs) Okay. Let's see, where am I? Fasten your thoughts on every glorious work of God, praising him always. Put into practice the example of everything you heard from me, have seen in my life, and the God of peace. Whew, you can start right there, right? My God is the God of peace. Praise be to God. I declare and decree that the God of peace is with me. Mm, no matter what's going on around me, the peace of God is on me and in me. And can be sensed by those around me in Jesus' name. I know I'm going a little fast here, but are you understanding, kind of seeing where I'm going here with this? We've got to be intentional in praising God. We've got to be intentional in replacing worry with thanksgiving. And just start wherever you are in the word of God, wherever you are, declare it and make it yours. There's a deep calling unto deep, friends, always, that happens when we're doing this. And God's word is never going to return void. Never, never, never. It always accomplishes its divine purpose. You can't say that the word only bears fruit when it comes out of Pastor Dave's mouth or only when it comes out of Pastor Randon's mouth. No, you, you are an image bearer of Christ. So the word of God coming out of your mouth will not return void. It will accomplish what God wants it to accomplish. So um, I wanted to go to Psalm 103 just for a little bit. Um, remember, I remember when I first heard that the way, the secret to hearing the voice of God was fasting and memorizing scripture. This was the first passage that I memorized. Psalm 103, these first verses. Well, I actually memorized more than the first five, but... Anyway, um, it was very, very powerful to me because it starts, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul. So David's talking to his soul. And that's what I wrote down. Listen, soul, I'm talking to you. Listen, mind. You're going to come into agreement with God's word. Listen, emotions. Do you hear me? That's what he's saying. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Get with it, you mind, you will, you emotions. You are going to bless the Lord. And then he goes on, forget not all his benefits. Now, there's a little phrase in the Passion Bible here that says, so I bow in wonder and love before you, the holy God. So I just wrote that one down as my, my, one of my declarations. By the way, if you came in late, I've got a couple um, favorite declaration sheets over here. Be sure to grab if you're interested in declaring the word of God and bringing the intention of heaven into your life. Um, Anyway, um, so verse 2 says, forget not all his benefits. And there's a phrase there that I loved from the New Century version that says, I will not forget your great kindnesses. I always wonder how people do it, spending only five minutes with Jesus, but five minutes is better than nothing. But I just read something like this, and like I just want to sit there and just bathe in it for saturate, soak. Oh, Lord, all your great kindnesses. And you can start thanking him for all of his great kindnesses, right? Verse 3, who forgives all your iniquities. I mean, if you have, if the enemy's coming at you with condemnation of any kind, you need to get this in your spirit and start confessing, my every sin is forgiven. They're all under the blood. Jesus doesn't remember any of them. And what? What do we do with the next part? We're sure not going to walk over this. Who heals all your diseases? Oh, my word, friend. Do you realize that I heard just this week that 14 times in the New Testament, 14 times is the little phrase, Jesus healed them all. Jesus healed them all. Praise God. I mean, you can, you can make a whole sheet probably. I am healed of migraines. I am healed of cancer. I am healed of diabetes. I am healed whatever you are dealing with. I'm healed of warts. I mean, I don't care. He healeth all your diseases. Praise be to God. Praise be to God. Praise be to God. How are we doing for time? Verse 4. Who redeems your life from destruction. Who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies. And this is what I wrote. I declare and decree that my life is redeemed from destruction. He purchased me, friends. He already paid the full ransom. I have been delivered out of darkness and into the kingdom of light. My life is forever marked with favor. You see that word crown? In the spirit world, you are walking around with a crown on. I mean, every demon sees it. Every angel is a well aware. You are marked for favor. You are marked for success. You are crowned loving kindness and tender mercies. Just picture this great big banner over you that says, loving kindness, cherished by God, loved by the Father. And that's what I wrote down. I'm cherished. Say that with me, friends. I'm cherished. I'm loved. I'm mercied. I know, is that a word? I'm blessed and I'm prospered. Every curse is broken. And every blessing under heaven is mine. Hallelujah. Psalm 103, verse 5. Did I give you that one too? Who satisfies your mouth with good things. Isn't that what we're talking about? The good things of the living word of God. Fill your mouth with them. And yes, talk about... I heard a couple guys talking at the Power Shop gym yesterday morning about, there's just got to be more to life than making money. Like, duh. (laughs) They got that figured out. That's good. Deep heart satisfaction is only in Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. We can be filled with the good things if we'll just get our mouth full of God's word, right? So that your youth is renewed like the eagles. Oh my goodness. So here's what I wrote down My youth is renewed as the eagles. I dare dare you to say that. I don't care how old you are. Woo, there you go. I'm getting rid of the old feathers. I'm not living in my past. I've been given a new lease on life. You've all studied about the eagles, right? How they get rid of all those old feathers. And then there there they are, even in old age, soaring above the storm. Let's just end with that. I'm soaring above the storm. Praise be to God. Well, Father, we thank you so much. Thank you for the power that's in us. Thank you for the good and the living word of God. Thank you that we get a part in declaring. We are kings that make decrees. We are priests that make declarations. We are covenant-keeping people, partnering with the living God and releasing his divine intentions in the earth. Thank you, Lord, for the multiplication of every seed sown in Jesus' name. Your blessing be upon your people. Amen. Amen. Bless you, bless you.